0: welcome to wax Half full episode 29 i am your host wax here as always with producer keith in the background making things sounding good but we are not here as always with co-host ads ads has uh, a bout of sickness in his throat so he just can't speak today but don't worry i brought on another person with dulcet tones and that charming aussie accent manasir is back for the first time in 20 odd episodes how are you doing? i'm
1: doing well man i'm glad to be back on the show and um i'm sorry i haven't been able to guest recently it just seems that you guys always happen to be recording while i'm waging so that makes it a bit difficult right. for me but it is the weekend it's saturday
0: about lunchtime right now and i'm ready to go did you say waging as a term you you just use the that's not even like actual slang that's literally only slang that's used in a specific no that's
1: over. not true um Waging is my social circle, like outside of the internet, uses it.
0: Fuck! Is this like
1: a a gen? Uh, No, my friends are millennials. I'm like the
0: youngest of my friend group. I'm the only Zoomer. Yeah. Shit. All right. Well, maybe maybe this is like another trend that has passed me by. I, uh, as people know, I'm very not up with the times. Yeah, I
1: think it's just that we're all either really online or adjacent to really online people. That's all. All right. So, are you? are you on the clock
0: or this is your no no it's saturday i told you already it's the weekend i'm in the future oh shit right 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 all right time zones time zones forgot that all right all right uh so at this point i ask um if you were ads we would have a little bit of banter unrelated topics so Manas here what have you been up to i had k barbecue last night
1: and i briefly thought of you guys while i was eating it because k barbecue is a frequent topic in the chat um and i wanted to share sorry who are you guys? You you
0: mean me or you mean uh, this? I mean the Discord, like the audience of this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess, sorry, so it on. was the
1: first time I had this particular dish at a Korean restaurant, and it was short rib that had been kind of like minced, cut in with some fat, and formed into a patty, which was then seared. It was like a hamburger almost. And I had wanted That was the first oh, time okay. I've had it. It was so good. And I wanted wanted to ask you. As a resident Korean, if this was the thing, or if it was just particular to this restaurant.
0: Okay, so it was uh, it was actually ground up, like it was actually ground minced, I guess uh, in, uh, in Aussie English. So it was actually like very finely ground, like a hamburger patty.
1: Yeah, well, it was kind of like meatloaf shaped, and then sliced. If that makes sense.
0: And like, was it? And they fried it on the grill or they cooked no, it. No, they the brought grill. it
1: like i think they cooked it in the kitchen and then brought it out so we didn't have to grill it ourselves uh okay okay was it like a japanese yeah kind yeah of? kind of but you know with the korean
0: flavors like there was some ginger
1: in the meat mix some soy
0: okay so so i wouldn't know if that was actually a super traditional take or whether it was a you know their own version on it but yeah like, there are like hamburg inspired like meatloafy dishes in korea like, like um they're not as common anymore, and generally they use pork. So I wouldn't call like doing it with like actual good meat, like short rib. I think that's that's sort of the uh, the twist. You know, you made it kind of a little bit fancier, but the general concept of making like a hamburger style like minced meat patty that that's not uh, uncommon. Yeah. Okay.
1: And my
0: other, but it's not typical. I would. It's not typical. I would say you you shouldn't go. Around yeah. It was weird.
1: Tort. It was the first time I've had it, which is why I wanted to bring it up. And the second interesting trivia point about this restaurant was that. Apparently, it's owned by um, Beck Jongwon. Pick. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that
0: right. My Korean's not very good. Um, but but he's, he's yeah, like that Korean celebrity chef, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's basically like I don't know. I don't know who to compare him to. His personality, but it's he, Yeah, he's like a Gordon. No, not, Gordon Ramsay's not right because he doesn't actually have like fine dining bread. Yeah. But he's yeah, the most. He's the most famous celebrity uh, home cook, I guess, or not home cook either. He's not like completely home cook. I don't know. Like he's managed to create like an incredible brand despite not having, you know, that Michelin star or like that fine dining. So he's right. like late career Wolfgang Wolf- Puck. Oh, uh, Wolfgang Wolfgang Puck is like much more. Well, that's true. That's a good that's a good example. Wolfgang Puck doesn't have like that much fine di- He has more reputation than actual cred in the cooking community. That's
1: right. what I think like, you know, cuz last time I was in Tokyo, there were like Wolfgang Puck branded restaurants everywhere, and they did different things, like some of them were diners, some of them did American style food um it was like i i wonder if it's like at this point someone my age right like i only know about wolfgang puck because i'm really into food media and things like that someone my age eating at a wolfgang puck restaurant for the first time would think that he's like that jamie oliver kind of guy he's just kind of like slapping his name on everything
0: yeah yeah yeah. i think that's a good comparison wolfgang puck emerald lagasi that kind of thing like Clearly has some cred, but it's largely the popularity and the reputation. Yeah, which is fine. I think there needs to be people like that out there. All right, so but what you're just saying, his brand has made it out all the way to Australia. Okay. No, no, no. Oh Pechong yeah, yeah, Park
1: One. Won. Yes, his his brand has made it to Australia.
0: Okay. Wait, where do you have to go for that? Do you have to go to like the is there like a Korea town or is it like a generic Asia town? Like where do you go? For um,
1: that shit? Korean food is pretty dispersed evenly across the city um so i live in western sydney which is like working class sydney and quite far from you know the cbd and all that but there are some korean suburbs in western sydney this one most of the really fancy barbecue joints um you have to get closer to the city to visit so suburbs like eastwood mm-hmm. um, and obviously the city itself the cbd um and this one was in the cbd near near chinatown wait what's the, what's the... What's the CBD? What does oh, that mean? Central business. Is this like a not an American term? CBD. No, I guess CBD means it's, something it's, different it's over there. Called,
0: it's called downtown. Yeah. Okay,
1: so downtown, um, just okay. outside Chinatown.
0: All right. So, so there are actually like neighborhoods that are like not in the like commercial areas that are just like immigrants doing. Oh, their yeah, own food for sure. You can just go there. Yeah, you don't get this oh, perspective
1: actually. without having me on the pod because ads. Ads and I are both, like, Western Sydney born and raised. But he's, like... Mm-hmm. Like, he's Lebanese or something, right? Am I being racist? Is he? Right. He's, he's Lebanese. A, yeah, he's a, Yeah, so Germanese. there's there's roughly three different breeds of, of a Western Sydney person. We've all got similar accents. We've okay. all got similar interests. But either you're an Asian, you're a Leb, or you're a Wog. Those are the three.
0: Hey, what's the Wog again? Like for? a
1: Greek or Italian immigrant. Usually a second or third generation. Okay.
0: Is, is, is that a race hustler are it you was to say that, it's what, that it, no they've honestly? reclaimed
1: it so it's like it's like the n-word oh can you say i'm it? allowed to say it i can say live as well
0: no well wait. wait why are you allowed to say it who who, who gave who gave you the, the pass? well
1: i i grew up saying it like i had a lot of wog friends i i called them wogs none of them took offense i just thought it was like a socialized norm you know
0: like Okay, Keith, just 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 be on standby to strike everything. I mean, I'm the, the, I'm the record, Asian, or uh, call me the
1: Asian. Scru- you know.
0: Okay, Keith, yeah, yeah, just just uh, be be ready to 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 scrub everything in, in the next week or so. We'll we'll we'll, we'll find out soon enough. I'm
1: hundred percent sure the word wog
0: has been used on this podcast before. I I don't I don't know, man. You're you're you're, get, you're hitting me with all this Aussie stuff that I don't like okay. to judge, so I'll I'll take your word for it. All right, um, so let's go to our first topic of the day more Aussie shit so you recently asked us about how to dispatch of a rat in a humane and manner, a mouse manner. and apparently that's uh yeah, they're, they're different okay. whatever oh they're they're actually taxonomically yeah. well, different.
1: well rats. rats are bigger typically okay are they different species I think they are like uh, a rat's not an oversized mouse it's like fundamentally a different animal I'm pretty sure
0: well but that leads us to their first topic, I guess, which is apparently Australia has been overrun with, with uh, rats in the last couple mice. of months. Like, so, wait, it's is mice. mice? Oh, it's mice, not rats. Oh, sorry. So Australia overrun with mice in the last couple of months. So, so can you give us a rundown of what the hell is ha- Yeah.
1: So I don't know what the source of this was, but there's been a mouse plague um, across sort of the east coast of Australia recently. And it started in the country. So as you guys may know, um, the country is what we refer to as regional Australia, right? So basically not your cities, but your rural and semi-rural regions. Um, It's where the bulk of Australia's agriculture takes place. So all of our crop farming, most of our animal husbandry takes place in the regions. And this is the story. So apparently there's been a mouse plague, a mice plague, mouse plague, mice plague. It's really started to raise farms, so farmers have had to drastically increase their purchase of pesticide recently and just poison some crops as well, just so the mice don't um, infest the rest of their property. And this has been going on since close to the start of the year. It wasn't much of a story because coronavirus has been a bigger story, but this has been happening. Uh, it's spreading to Queensland, it's spreading to New South Wales, and it's made its way to the city. So I live in Sydney, which is the capital of New South Wales, and this normally wouldn't affect us except the mice have ridden in on trucks carrying produce to supermarkets and they've they've set up shop in the city and they're breeding like hell and i'm not I'm beginning to notice a lot more in the area and I went to Bunnings, which is um, an Australian icon, it's like the local uh, how do I call this? Like hardware warehouse where you go to buy all your tradey stuff. Okay. All and right. I went to buy a mousetrap and in two different Bunnings warehouses. So two instances of the same franchise, um, the entire rodent elimination section was completely like stripped bare. So this is a real problem Damn. right now.
0: So Do you say they don't actually know the root cause? They know where it came from, but they're not exactly sure why it happened.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, I could probably do some more research and tell you, but I don't know specifically. However, one thing I do know is that at the start of the year, we had some pretty intense flooding across Australia, across the East Coast. And um, thinking back to my agricultural education in my high school days, uh, rain is sort of like a precursor uh,
0: to mice. I think they enjoy the damp environment, mm-hmm. so that's probably one reason okay. why. So this is causing like actual like ag- agricultural damage, right? This is like, actually causing a lot of harm. It's not just people don't they have distaste for mice. This is causing a lot of harm, right? Yeah,
1: it's damaging farmers' livelihoods. Um, it's cutting into their already thin profit margins quite significantly, and obviously it's bad for the consumer because once it makes its way to these supermarkets, uh, people are less trusting of the produce quality um it's obviously brought mice into my own house which is a big problem
0: yeah but for but for you that's just like that's distasteful like having mice in your house isn't the worst thing in the world i mean it's it's kind of annoying i would say oh
1: spoken like someone who's never been through a a mice plague this isn't the first time and
0: i don't know if you get a lot
1: of them in your wars it's not it's not just an inconvenience It, it keeps you up at night
0: yeah oh does it okay I we used I used to have a mouse in one of the places I lived in, and it was kind of annoying because it would uh, go into the pantry and try to bite through bags, and you'd notice like mouse drop things around. But it wasn't like the worst thing in the world, so I, I don't know. I, I kind of shrugged that off. I guess if it's like a swarm of mice, it, it, it would get worse. yeah.
1: And it, it got me thinking because you know our, our deputy prime minister, God bless him, um, you know he's standing up for the farmers. That's kind of his shtick um, in Australia. The deputy prime minister of the liberal party which I mean, is
0: who, do, who, who doesn't stand up for farmers like, like you can't run on a platform of <laughs> the farmers in in, in in like in any environment yeah that's true like, you can't say
1: no i, I need to set
0: it, like, there's no go ahead yeah no it, it could be like the the truth could be like like objectively speaking we should like make agriculture completely roboticized yeah. and automated process for maximum sure. efficiency but 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 for some reason we have this this bias we have this rustic bias that says Oh, you know, farming is good and noble and people being farmers is good. People should try to be like, we should appreciate the farmers, but I don't know. It feels like, like, well, it's like that with a lot yeah, of industries, like, like whatever, whether it's like working on a steel mill or a lot of these jobs we reattach this kind of, uh, this, this romance to it for some reason. But, uh, yeah, uh, well, so I, I'm not saying fuck the farmers cause maybe, maybe, uh, I'll have to, cause I have to run against, uh, ads when they put up office, so I can't say that, but uh but still I- i'm just saying I-, I feel like we have a uh I- irrational or like very very peculiar attachment to-, to farmers compared to other jobs yeah i
1: guess they're one sort of blue collar industry that um didn't completely get wiped out by automation like it's not like like manufacturing lost the automation war right and they're
0: uh right but, but... But at the same time, it's like the industries we have this like weird attachment to. It seems completely subjective. yes yeah. Like so, so people who work people who work in steel mills, they're noble blue collar workers. But what about the people who work in textile yeah. factories? And yeah. Just, or like, abattoirs so, so like that. Yeah. Abattoir. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, abattoir. Wait, is, is that how you? Is that the typical usage in uh, Aussie English, or did you say that to be? Uh, no, abattoir's
1: a thing. It's a term that comes up in the news. Okay, law. Cool uh the word yeah. was front right. of mind say, for me because said, abattoir workers are currently prioritized for the vaccine over here that's why i was thinking about it okay
0: okay uh you would say slaughterhouse or meat? oh meat no one says yeah. Yeah. Abba- yeah if you said abattoir in american english you'd be yeah, you Abba- yeah you Abba- or, or, or very yeah. technical i guess anyway anyway, anyway where, where, where were we i just yeah, had to
1: contextualize we? why i brought up the deputy pm because um the current yeah. Yeah. the current party in power at the national level here in australia is the uh liberal national party and they're the okay. sort of like center right or just flat out right wing party um but the the city dwelling right wing party uh, couldn't make government without the uh, country dwelling right wing party because there are two of them so that's a form of coalition mm-hmm. so th- in australia if this party's in power um the deputy is always um, a liberal and the no sorry the deputy mm-hmm. is always a national who's the country party and the, the prime minister or the head is always a liberal, which is the city party. Mm, yeah. Okay. So obviously he's got, you know, a strong incentive to stick up for the farmers. Um, but he said this, the only good mouse is a dead mouse. And there was a bit of a backlash to this a bit of outrage because, um, you know, mice are animals and
0: more specifically more than that, they're mammals. So they bleed and they squeak and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, is it like Australia, like a disproportionately huge bastion for like Greenpeace and just general uh, animal rights people? Like, that's my impression. Like, compared to the population, it's disproportionately like a hub for that kind of stuff. I'll
1: say for a society that relies so much on killing animals to power our economy, there do seem to be a lot of people who are really passionate about animal welfare. Um, But maybe that's a function. Maybe that's just a function of how widespread it is here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's not. It's not a. It's not counterintuitive yeah, yeah. because it's. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah so, for sure. And anyway, so so what was the controversy? Like people are like, you know, what oh, yeah, It's just the usual mice, animal like... cruelty stuff. But
1: I just thought about how it's one of these things. Like you know, the, the term vermin, it only refers to for the most mm-hmm. part mice and other small mammalian like animals that you don't want hanging around, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I wondered like. If if we to if we were to take an honest poll of the population, how many people would actually agree with that? Like how many people are okay with killing mice? Like I've got no remorse, I don't care. They're like insects to me. But I did have one friend um, who was like, Whoa, you really killed yeah. the mouse, why not just let him go? And I tried to explain, well if I let him go, he'll go and breed and then he'll be back in numbers.
0: Yeah, I I feel like it's um everyone has a different line. I'll, like I don't think anyone is around here saying yeah. If all mosquitoes died, I'd feel bad. Like I, I think every almost every human being oh, yeah. is on board with just the annihilation of mosquitoes,
1: right? I'll definitely agree. I mean, I live is in the... I live in coastal yeah, Australia. You
0: won't hear me disagree. Yeah, yeah. The the species annihilation of mosquitoes. That's something we can all get on board with. Mice, I I guess they're kind of cute, and people some people keep them as pets, but. Um... Yeah. I, yeah. Um, fuck. I, I, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, like I, I like we're, we're both, uh, I want to say very heartless about this compared to most people. Like, like there's a very utilitarian view on this. Yeah. Shit. Well, well, the thing is, like, I I feel like it's one of those things where I, I don't get the middle ground view. Like I, I understand how people arrive at the middle ground view where they, where they like think certain mammals should be protected and others shouldn't. But like, for me personally, I have arrived at the kind of like the all or nothing view. It's like, you know, like why are we drawing arbitrary lines about like why are octopi, yeah. you know, they're, they're smarter than squid, so we should eat squid but not eat octopus because like they they it's like, man, like these arbitrary lines like I I it's it's uh it's not not for me. So I am I'm, I'm a bit all or nothing. Yeah, I agree. It.
1: It, it's too much intellectual work and eventually you'll contradict yourself. I think it's impossible not to contradict yourself eventually with with this
0: kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Although at the same time, like I also find like like, like great apes, that's something that where it's like, oh, you yeah, know, I, yeah, I yeah. say I, I say with like on one side, I feel like, hey, you know, you gotta protect all animals or none of them. But then again, I think about some species like great apes, and, th- and that's a little bit hard. But that could also just be sort of like the human uh, emotional that's bias. True. You see a bit of you know, they, they resemble- yourself in them. Yeah, yeah, it's like they resemble us. Like, it's it's like why. Uh, you know it's like why i'm okay with an octopus right octopus they could be actually as intelligent as like some i'm not i'm not sure what the science is lately what the latest science says but they're like close to like maybe i'm making this up but but they're very intelligent right that's what they say they, can solve if they were problems, that smart they, can do, they, can use, they wouldn't have gotten caught by humans. i'm just saying uh yeah <laughs> so yeah but i'm saying like if if there was an equivalently intelligent octopus and an equivalently intelligent chimpanzee, I'd probably feel like just completely subjectively and irrationally more uh prone to protect the chim- chimpanzee. Oh yeah. Octopus. I'm not saying so, I wouldn't do that maybe, either.
1: I'd probably be in the same boat.
0: Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so, I want to say, like, rationally, I, I think that like it's I have more of like all or nothing stance. Like, you either want to protect all life or no, or no life. But realistically speaking, I have I have you know I'm subject to all those emotional biases. So yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a
1: staunch human so, supremacist, so, so, so
0: I agree with that. It's all or nothing. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know. Do do you actually practice that? Like, I want to say that's kind of like that's how I tend. But again, I said like realistically speaking, pra- practically speaking, that's not really how I act. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think human supremacy is, a, is a, a value or a belief that's quite easy to live out in your day-to-day life. It's things like, you know, supporting uh, farms that treat their work as well. It's things like not prioritizing environmental causes over human causes, things like that. I think uh, I, I try to nah, have a holistic nah. framework for this kind of stuff.
0: Nah, man, be, be, being a being a hardline anythingist is really oh, yeah. hard because like, like like I said like, like I I doubt you are you're like like are you for like a great ape experimentation or or all that stuff?
1: I I don't know enough to say, but in theory I
0: am. Like I think I, I yeah. That's what I mean. Like in, in theory you probably are, but then you probably like look at like you look at like a orangutan in, in captivity and, and you you probably feel bad for it because Yeah, I guess like, so. Just, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yes, so yeah, I I am with the various European governments in banning uh, great ape medical experimentation. But maybe because, maybe we can uh, just draw the
1: line at primates, make it easy for ourselves.
0: Yeah, but but then, like, depending on, like, taxonomy isn't an exact science. Taxonomy is just something we That's made true. up. Yeah, it I is mean, it's not fake. something we, 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 we... I mean, it's not something, obviously, not, like, completely fake, but some of the lines that are drawn are, are kind of arbitrary there, too. Yeah. So it's, it's a bit hard to figure that one out yeah but uh i don't know I, I, so you you'd eat any animal you're saying basically i would
1: eat just about any animal but i wouldn't eat an animal that tasted bad
0: okay would, would you eat any animal for the sake of eating it or no I'm i'm not that, so, uh, I'm not think, that like, curious yeah same like uh like i need any animal to survive oh, yeah, yeah. but i wouldn't like i wouldn't actively seek out animals just to say i've had that yeah
1: i don't life. get the appeal of having like an animal eating bucket list like I don't, i'm not particularly curious to find out what monkey tastes like unless you told me yeah unless you told me that it was like a once in a lifetime experience it'll blow your mind it's really decadent and then i would give it a go like i did a would
0: whale be, If if it was if, it, if was it was good, good yeah. or just just uh, yeah and apparently whale's good so I'd, I'd eat a whale okay uh so, I mean would you judge other people who have that kind of uh, like that that carnivore bent of like I'm gonna try to eat every animal possible? no I think that's their right
2: as
1: okay. as a human supremacist I would say humans have the right to exert that power
0: over other animals the bible says that All man was right. created well... to subjugate the earth <laughs> Ah uh, yes, and 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 to uh, well, you, you, I don't know. You, you don't have you don't have many children, yeah. so I, I feel like you're you're not doing good. good, good by God. Right now. <laughs> That's true. You, yeah. you, have, you have zero. Cho- you have zero children. You're, you're not. You're not really. Uh, you're your, I'm uh, not
1: multiplying your, in your front the earth with my with my offspring. That is very true. My progeny. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just 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 typical just, just Christianity. Yeah, I'm Christianity. <laughs> No, no, it's 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 a buffet. It's a buffet. So sometimes you, you get to pick and choose the items you yep. want, right? It's an all you, it's an all you can eat buffet. Oh, Yeah, that's, that's why we had the reformation. You. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's 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 uh it's interesting to have you on after because uh, Ads is like the, the diametric opposite in terms of his view on uh on, on eating things. I don't know what how he feels about animal rights in general, but at least you know in terms of like animals as food. De- definitely the diametric opposite. yeah this
1: is purely anecdotal but i do know a few vegetarians who like i don't really care about animal welfare that much i just do it for health reasons
0: yeah well i think i think ads and stances it's like it's mixed yeah. it's like partially like just like, just like global sustainability because like you know like raising animals for meat is like not exactly oh, yeah. it's, it's not a sustainable it's not a sustainable practice and i think he has like some 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 ethical is there some ethical element to it, but I don't think we've ever really gone into that in, in extreme detail and you know had like these ethics to Yeah, I others. think
1: outside the ethical and religious sphere, which you can't really argue with anyone against unless they have like really bad priors. Um I think I think environmental sustainability is probably the biggest argument for vegetarianism. And I'm on board with it yeah. insofar as I will choose the plant alternatives where
0: practical. Like I'm down to eat Beyond Burgers. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. They taste good. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so, so if there's like a, if there was, if there was an alien species that was like superior. To oh, I, I would eat No, no, no. I'm saying all the other way around. Like if they if they were superior to us in any every aspect in terms of like technology, intelligence, and they decided that we we are we're yeah. delicious, you'd just be resigned. Yeah, you'd just be, you'd be resigned. That's my as fate like, as a human supremacist. Yeah. You'd be like, you know. So, so you're going to be very consistent about your human supremacy. You know what? I, I, I thought I was on top of the food chain, but I wasn't, and that that's just uh, the circle. Of yeah, life. I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't say it's unfair or anything like that. You know, it's like that Game of Thrones episode where kind of I think it's... it's like Littlefinger. He's like, knowledge is power, and then like Cersei is yeah. like, no, power is power. Like power is power. <laughs> if an alien wants to eat me and has the means to do so, who am I to complain?
0: Well, I mean, you can complain, yeah, I can about complain
1: but I'm functionally, like, impotent. I don't do anything yeah. like that. That's like the, that's the food chain, man.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, you, you wouldn't think it's unjust. No, I wouldn't think it's unjust. You'd yeah, like, I, I think, think, yeah, in yeah, in the, alas. in the
1: galactic sense of things.
0: So, so, so human supremacy isn't like a, uh, it's not a moral ideal. It's more of just like a, it's a relative. Yeah, process. yeah, it's pragmatic. It's, it's
1: relativistic. Not. That's a good way to describe it. Okay.
0: All right. I wish we had ads on to argue with you about this because, because, like, I, 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 I am, as always, the, uh, the, the middle ground yeah. person, the, the spineless entr- the spineless interest of, of the podcast. Oh,
1: I am the spineless interest <laughs> in most things in my life. I just enjoy the process of like having a really strong opinion about something that I only like fifty percent believe in.
0: Right, right. You're a natural Yeah, yeah. I like think that's just
1: that's the way society is these days. I just want to see what it's like yeah and and no it's like it's okay oh, yeah. when it's something like eating meat i think that's pretty innocuous you know like i can exercise that intellectual muscle and not lose anything
2: yeah
0: so, so going back to the mice uh you were asking like you were asking us about like a way so back in in the, in the chat you, you caught one of the mice that was investing yep. in your house and you asked us like what's a good way to dispatch of a mouse and i actually looked up i went on google to try to help you out and apparently like there are there are no there are no humane you know quote unquote yeah. Uh, humane, humane ways to kill a mouse. You're, you're killing the mouse, and you know, like, like I mean, obviously, there's like extra, uh, like, extra sadistic ways to kill, kill any animal, but there, there didn't seem to be any consensus best way to kill it. Like, you know, like, because people like, so, so like lobsters. Pe- people they 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 do they go through a lot of uh, conniptions to try to figure out the best way to kill a yeah. lobster. And you know, some people say knife to the head. Some people will say uh, I've actually seen like, people make contraptions for it. There's like an electric lobster yeah. killer that just gives it like a very large charge, which which like, I have no idea whether that's more humane than a knife through the head. In Asian whatever. countries, they don't even kill it; mice, they just
1: boil it alive.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. There's there's definitely some uh, some very uh, gruesome looking uh, Asian cookery yeah. for for seafood, but for mice, I couldn't find anything. Like, well, well through my like rudimentary Google search. I it either means that people don't give a shit about mice, so no one, no one's really been like putting. Out <laughs> yeah, no one's to no them, one's like, like no, you have to
1: kill them humanely. Here's how you do it, because no one cares. That's how I figured.
2: And another another
0: thing is like people when people say, "Hey, I have a mouse problem," people say, "Oh, get a yeah. cat. A like, cats destroy. They they kill mice in like the least humane yeah, way. No, they're brutal. Like, getting like hunt getting getting hunted and played with and like having your death drawn out by like a." predator that's like that's like say like you know like if, if you were being like hunted by like a t-rex i know that the t-rex didn't. Like, yeah they don't was want like the them aliens them. decided really...
1: the most humane or the most what's the alien version alien way of killing humans was to put them in like an arena with a tiger out of sight out of mind right. let the, the, and, and, the big cat take care of it
0: yeah so yeah so apparently mice they they fall so far low on the uh, on the spectrum of of human sympathy that we, we that yeah we're okay saying nah, just 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 let it get dismembered by a giant predator yeah
1: yeah i don't really care at the end All of right. the day i'm saying if it's in my hands yeah. i'm trying to minimize my own suffering you know what i mean i suffer if i see him suffering if <laughs> i don't see him suffering, i don't care at least i can be honest about it yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. such such as uh, such as human yeah. nature a- anyway m- m- speaking of dinosaurs speak- speaking of getting hunted by a t-rex our next topic so have you heard about the latest well, this is a very unsubstantiated rumor that's 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 blown out of mm. proportion. So basically the director of the Fast and Furious franchise just offhand made a comment about crossing over Fast and Furious franchise with Jurassic Park. So Matt here. do you watch these popular movies? I
1: haven't watched a Fast and Furious movie since the Dubai one. Did you know the one? Sorry. I think what, what that... like uh, the Rock drives yes. a car in between two Dubai skyscrapers. That's the last one I watched. Yeah,
0: and that's all you. That's all you need to know, really. So, so you you know what the oh yeah, is I know it what
1: stands, it stands right? for. Yep.
0: Did Did you watch any of the original? The earlier? Yeah, ones? I was a big fan. Do you... Okay, so so you so you you appreciate like how it's turned from a movie about actually racing, like it was actually about street yeah. racing, and now it's just like it's an action movie with. That has cars, sometimes. yeah.
1: Well, to me, the cars are always the most interesting part. Like Tokyo Drift is probably my favorite one out of all of these. One because Tokyo Drift inspired a generation of Asian Australians to get into cars. Um, even though Dude. the only visible Asian character in that movie is either a villain or dead. Um, and in general, yeah, I love, I love that sort of street racing aesthetic. I played a lot of Need for Speed as a kid, um, and. Oh. this is the boomer take, but I've liked the movies less since they went away from street racing but I know that's what that's just what mm-hmm. it is they're trying to appeal to a broader base
0: nah I don't think that's a boomer take because at least it was unique back then now that it's like a loud action movie that that's less yeah. unique like, no one was really doing like street racing like there there were there's not many street racing movies there's a lot of big dumb action movies so it's it's become more generic but you know yes
1: yeah. and I will say that the core appeal these days of the Fast and Furious franchise is that um, it's ridiculous, but it's tongue-in-cheek ridiculous, and I think there need to be more movies like that. I think, um, for example, the Transformers series kind of doesn't do that enough. Like, it tries to present to you the giant robot battles as being serious and having you know themes that are meant to be thought-provoking, but they're not, because it's Bumblebee and Megatron, yeah. like, you just don't care.
0: So I would like yeah, I like about, that
1: about them that they don't take themselves too seriously.
0: How about Jurassic Park? Have you seen any of the recent ones?
1: I've seen every Jurassic movie except for the last two. Uh, was Chris Pratt? Was Chris well, Pratt in Jurassic World? Was that him? Uh,
0: yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I watched that one, and I didn't watch any of the sequels to that. What What do you think about that series, Transformation? Because like the original movie by Spielberg was, it was like a, it was definitely an action yeah. film, but it also had like elements, it had elements of like like kind of high concept sci-fi because that's what the original book mm-hmm. was about and that also went through the same transformation of being this sort of like this parable about mankind's hubris and science and and now it's just dinosaurs.
1: Yeah. I can see the reason why it went away from that. I think that theme has been explored a lot in sci-fi and they probably just decided maybe dinosaurs isn't the best vehicle for this kind of storytelling. So, I'm I'm okay with it.
0: Well, well, I, I, I think that's just more of a product of like the movie industry yeah. changing. You you can't There's no there's no such thing as like not well not no such thing, but you can't do uh, like a uh, it, it, you either go full yeah you either go full ridiculous dumb blockbuster, or you do just artsy you know artsy film with you know deep themes. Like they don't they don't meld no. anymore. Like if you think of if you think of, I, I forgot how old you are, but if you look at like the big hits like movies like Forrest yep. Gump, like, even that. Force Gump's not particularly like an R C movie, but even that, even that kind of movie doesn't no, come out doesn't. anymore. Like that kind of movie doesn't come, it not it Well, it it comes out, but it doesn't make yeah. a lot of money. Like Force Gump was actually like a pretty big movie that made a lot of money, and now that kind of movie is like is relegated to I don't know, like a limited release, not making much money. It's all superheroes in action.
1: Yeah, I mean the rise of the popcorn flick. I mean I'm not old enough. I don't think I can accurately comment on this, but I would say these days. There's like two kinds of movies. There's popcorn flicks, and there's like serious film. And I don't say this as an elitist at all because I do enjoy some popcorn films, like I've I've admitted to enjoying Fast and Furious. Um, mm. But it, it it is interesting. I feel like the only thing that kind of straddles the two is probably animation, right? Like you can watch any major mm. Disney release, and you'll get a movie that you know has great visuals, is visually appealing, kids love it, cute characters. But at the same time, it needs to be watchable for parents. And so that's how, mm. you know, like I watched Moana and I thought that was a really good movie on... Um, obviously, the, the visuals were great. I love the sort of Polynesian take on it. Um, but at the same time, it was like, you know, remember who you are, remember your origins, uh, think about what defines you as a person. Like these are... Yeah, they're broad strokes, but it's Disney. They've always been broad strokes. But they're thought-provoking enough that, you know, you can you can watch it with your kid and then have a conversation about it. That helps them learn. Like there aren't many non-kids movies that can do that these days i think like what do you what kind of
0: moral lesson do you take from watching the avengers not much right <laughs> um damn isn't the avengers about human supremacy
1: uh i would say it's about neo uh might and the overreach of western neoliberal government but um i think
2: people
0: I, I mean it's kind of funny because like um the people who are making these movies and making a lot of a lot of money from these movies, like they're 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 too smart not to notice like the problematic like political aspects oh, yeah. of it. So they they so no so so they toss in the occasional like, hey, like is what we're yeah. doing right? You know, is like, you know, give it. but they so they they're self aware enough to like throw in a little bit of questioning and a little bit of self awareness, but at the end of the day it's like it's like it's power fantasy. It is. Right? So, but it's just disappointing.
1: They, like, they can't I don't like this kind of media. Because of the message it sends to those who are picking up on it. Like, I don't like how in Spider-Man Homecoming, the the vulture who's like the bad guy has this massive bone to pick with the governmental structures around him because, you know, I'm here in this city. Every few years, you superheroes have some battle with aliens that I don't understand, destroy everything. And I'm going to lash out because as a working class man, like I feel left out of all of this. I feel disenfranchised.
2: Like the vulture had a
1: damn point, yeah, and then some teenager just beats well, him up. Like it's just,
0: I don't know. Well, well, right. What happens is the villains have a they they introduce villains that have yeah. a point, but then the villains they they turn into like murderers and psychopaths. Instead of like, they never ever entertain the possibility that the villain with a point will do something that's like less obviously yeah. evil. Like they have to make they have to make them obviously evil by making them murder like literally murdering. Him. Yeah. Otherwise, like, the audience. Oh want them to yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's like hey yeah. yeah black
1: panther had the same thing by the way
0: well i, I think black panther that's that's why people like i like, like that movie so much or they like killmonger so much because um that director fuck Ryan his name, but um like, right uh, or well, did he also write the film Re- regardless sure. um yeah like the, the people who are who are making the storylines um they actually didn't uh like they, they let they they let him preserve some of the, oh, maybe he was doing something right. Yeah. And that, that's sort of like what, Mar- that's sort of what happens if you look at the, like the Marvel comics, original source material, like Magneto, like Magneto uh, is like so sympathetic because even though he's a genocidal maniac, people are like, ah, you know what? Like the pe- people actually support him because they give him enough uh, leeway. Yeah. Or they, 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 they let people understand his point of view in a certain way. And I feel like maybe the more recent Marvel films have not uh, They've lost some of that. Yeah, and I would
1: say the cause of that is probably it doesn't test well with audiences. I think audiences are looking for black and white morality these days. Like, they 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 say they like the idea of a villain who can get you to empathize with him on some level. But at the end of the day, you don't want the villain to go down unless you've got a good reason to watch him fall, right? And in this case, it's like taking the yeah. villain with a good point and then showing that he's been radicalized by his own worldview, which makes him evil. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but- yeah, they they found like the perfect they found like the perfect uh formula, the for- perfect ratio because people don't like utterly dumb yeah, ones yeah. that are just like you know.
1: Well, sometimes they, they do. They sometimes better. they do.
0: Nah, like, the most successful ones are the ones where you you can have a little bit of sympathy for their point of view, but 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 they're also obviously like like maniacs and and, and murderers. So it's like it's like Thanos. Like everyone yeah. loves Thanos because like right, they gave him just enough. Uh, they give him enough motivation that you can like sympathize with, but not. Yeah, at well, there's a
1: second dimension to that. So, there's obviously the political side of it, which is, oh, maybe Thanos has a point, but he's like a purple alien dude, and I don't relate to him at all, right? There's a second element <laughs> of, um, Hollywood villainry or villainhood that has been popping up a bit more recently. And I watched um, promising young woman. Have you seen that?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I, I've heard about it, and I, I vaguely know what it's about, just because. Yeah, I heard okay.
1: About it. Um, I thought it was a great movie, by the way. So, Promising Young Woman um, is about a woman who's basically struggling to deal with the grief of losing her best friend to suicide after she was raped, and it it's the sort of like it's probably what you'd expect from um, from a movie about rape that does well in Hollywood. Um, the villains are all you know, straight white rich men, um, and at no point are they empathetic at all. Like you just want them to fall so badly, mm-hmm. I think there's the identity aspect to to villainry that allows you to get away with having like a pure evil villain with not much complexity.
0: Well, it's well, it's it's well, I, I don't know if that's a good comparison because of, well, as someone who didn't watch watch the movie, but I understood it that it's just it's falls into the general genre of a revenge it is, fantasy that's what it is, yeah. but it's done from a different perspective it's, it's like um what is it inglorious bastards people like people don't really critically care that like yeah, no one cares that the nazis had a good
1: point right yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, i'm not saying they had a good point that's not what i'm saying
1: i'm just saying like the fact that they're nazis gives you free license to do whatever yeah. you want to them in the film
0: although although i gotta say like tarantino does throw in that one scene with that like one officer who gets a lot of lines yep before before he gets beat up with a baseball bat that like it's like even even then i don't know if that's a tarantino quirk or if that's just like uh if that's like good movie making but they made it a point that this guy is it's a it's a he's a bad human but he's still like a like a human, yeah. i guess so like they they did they did go okay. there Where's hitler yeah. in that movie is a cartoon like in that movie, like Hitler is like a complete cartoon or um, what is it? The other other movie I hear heard uh, the promising Yeoman compared to a lot was a joke was mm-hmm. Joker. Uh, and um, and I, there's also a lot of meta criticism about whether it's fair to compare to Joker yeah. or not. But I don't yeah. think it is. But that's neither here nor there.
1: But that's the point, right? I think yeah. as long as you have some clearly established villain stereotype, maybe in not what their worldview is or what they stand for, but who they are, you can still get away with writing more one-dimensional villains and i would point to say the games industry as a great example like the bad guys in every call of duty game are the russians or like some ultra nationalist country are they? right are they are they I- oh I they're really the bad guys in Modern Warfare. um i haven't played any of them either but like it seems like the go-to in any sort of like military or shooting game if you want like a a narrative driven game and you want a villain you just make them some sort of terrorist, ultra nationalist, probably like a Russian or some, someone from the Middle East. And it's easy. Like, the audience doesn't relate to them. The audience doesn't care about them. The audience vaguely interprets them as like an other or an enemy. And then you don't have to bother about nuance. And I'm not saying that's wrong either. I'm not saying that, or well, Call of Duty should write more ambiguity into their war stories. Like, I don't really care about that one way or another.
0: But. Wait. Yeah? Wait, wait, wait. I, I, but I, I thought like the point of promising young woman though of like making all these uh very generic white men the the villains was it's sort of to subvert people's like thoughts like hey you know like like the bad people are the people around you. you 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 don't know what they're doing when they're not around you I thought that was, that was sort of the point of the movie to expose that sort of uh that dark side of the people yeah that you know. it
1: is and I'm not criticizing this decision at all by the way like I, like I said again it's a great movie um I'm just saying like this idea that villains have to be complex isn't that, like, it's not universal. I don't think we should expect it of every movie. And I don't think it's necessarily mm. wrong that there are movies like this where the villains are one-dimensional. Because, again, it's it's exactly yeah. what you said. It's um, If it's meant to teach you anything, it's that um, the bad people could be anyone around you, even people that look ordinary.
0: Right, right, yeah. yeah. I thought that was more the theme of, of that, of uh, of... From from what I read, yeah. again, I I feel like I'm talking a lot of. No, no, you're fine. I think at some point. It. Yeah, well, yeah, I, well, I yeah, that's how I consume media these days. I, I consume like the the conversation yeah. around it, but I don't actually watch movies anymore. It's it's a very uh, it's a very 21st century. Yeah. Movie. So
1: coming back to popcorn flicks, then, which is the point I'm trying to make.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Fast and Furious, and Jurassic Park. That's an amazing idea. We're all for it. We're, we're both yeah, for it. Right? I'm for
1: it. I think these are two franchises that know exactly what they are. Um, they know the ethos of the series. Like, they've crystallized it. They've commercialized it. Uh, they've done a very good job at repeating it recently.
0: I yeah, and they're both films that started as, a, as something completely different and then evolved into just ridiculous spectacle films because, like, that's how business yep. is. Like, it, it makes perfect sense that they've evolved from being... I don't want to say like you know fast first one was high concept but at least it was it was a bit original. yeah it was original at i would time. say you know i mean uh, you could look an at original initial date. yeah
1: anyway it's quite different yeah so but
0: but as holly as hollywood it was oh, yeah. it was original for hollywood i would say yeah and then they they've just arrived as they've arrived now to just join forces to make the most like most stereotype hollywood action blockbuster ever if yeah. it happens again this is just like an offhand comment by uh, james wan i think but, yeah, oh, who knows? and I'm not going
1: to go into it expecting nuance. I don't care. I don't care about the story. I just want to see cars and dinosaurs. Maybe dinosaurs driving cars, or maybe yeah. people driving dinosaur-shaped cars. That would be pretty good.
0: Oh, if, if if like the if the smart there's like a smart raptor in the New yeah. movies, right? That's like a human yeah. ally. So so that raptor could definitely Dude, drive a car, right?
1: Dinosaurs driving cars. Let's go. I,
0: you you play checking, right? What's the what's the uh, lizard? Is, is the, lizard raptor man? It? Gonna the raptor? I'm going to Google this. Hang on no it's a it's a dinosaur right i thought that's a dinosaur alex roger is the kangaroo that's my name okay yeah yeah roger and and alex yeah i think they're reskins of each other or or whatever there's something going on there but roger and alex the boxing kangaroo and the boxing raptor
1: oh lizard man's from soul caliber my bad i got confused between two 3d fighters yeah anyway so it's
0: it's Oh, producer Keith, are you here? Yeah. I wanted to ask you, because uh, so, like, I think we just sort of glossed over the fact that there's there's not as many uh, blockbuster, like high grossing films that are not action films, that are like kind of like actually like regular dramas or, or that are like not, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Not superhero films, not action films. Like, can you think of like uh, any counter examples in like the last 10 years?
2: of like
0: a high grossing film that was billion
2: dollar movies
0: doesn't have to be billion like just respectable you know something that got like a wide release and you know made like 300 million dollars something like that. that that wasn't a kid's um, film wasn't a superhero film wasn't like you know it's like a mass consumption film like, like i said like forrest gump back in the day forrest gump it wasn't a huge success i think but it made like a decent amount of money
2: yeah i don't know i don't know if the if there's like movies that fall into that category that are not like that you wouldn't disqualify for some other reason right what about La La mm. so like
1: i don't think it made goodness? much money. okay see i'm living in my liberal bubble that's why i thought it made money
0: oh never, oh, never mind I, never mind you're right you're right i was wrong i made a lot of money holy yeah, La La jesus christ holy shit yeah there's, there's probably
2: some like award winners that you could you would be surprised by how much money they made, because mm. uh, it's not like the discussion around them.
0: Yeah, maybe Lala maybe La Land is like the exception that proves the uh, the norm. I don't know, because I, I, gen- generally, I feel like uh, people have been talking about this in movies for years. But the disconnect between what wins awards at the Oscars and what people <laughs> actually watch has been, you know, it gets it's big up. been, yeah every year, so I feel like a La lot La of lads maybe it's it, that's more of like an exception than it than it.
1: Well it's yeah again
0: the exception that proves the norm perhaps it was
1: a remarkable movie it had wide appeal I think um yeah it's a great movie everyone should watch that oh, yeah. oh really generally
2: generally your your big earners your mm-hmm. like your expected big earners are gonna be things tied to franchises even if they're different. So mm-hmm. you have like the live action disney movies and you have joker which is like a superhero movie but not really a superhero movie like it's a comic book movie but it's not really a superhero movie uh so like but they're still they're going to be tied back to like nobody is surprised that disney is making billion dollar movies
0: oh you know what i I, I just remembered like the, the one except the one exception or like the huge exception is all the nolan shit All the Nolan shit is like that makes you like, you know, Inception, Dunkirk. Yeah, that's the obvious exception that went over my head. I think Nolan's popcorn, and I say this as someone who loves Nolan. Okay, okay. okay. I mean, it's more popcorn. You could see it that way, but at the same time, it's definitely okay. Yeah, sure. It's 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 not it's not superhero. It's not it's not cape shit. As we yeah, I wrote about
1: the Dark Knight in my high school English essays. Like, there's enough in there to (laughs) pick apart if you want i did did, yes.
0: you? did you oh oh i, I want to hear about uh, there's it. not much
1: to say um i think the okay. theme was something like conflicting perspectives okay. well, your that was the theme conflicting perspectives okay. and they they wanted you to pick a text that kind of represented that theme on some level and how it does that yeah mm. yeah i wrote about two face and um and also the boat scene so yeah
2: my final paper in my high school film class was about uh, Nolan's filmography and his use of uh, identity as a theme, and that was, uh, I think, Dark Knight. The Dark Knight was the the last film before that yeah. paper. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: All right. Well, yeah. I just brought him up as an example of like, yeah that's like the most obvious example of someone who doesn't make lowest common denominator shit but also makes a lot of money that was the most obvious
2: yeah
1: what I think that's
0: of. true
2: yeah but he blew up because of that Yeah, Batman. that's the
0: thing ah, that's, that's that's true it yeah, that, like,
1: that feels like true. the prestige and memento are popular in retrospect not because they were good at the time like they were good at the time
0: but people didn't rave about them until after they watched mm-hmm. the dark Knight okay uh here's, here's a question what was the next Inception after Inception because Inception made almost a billion dollars yeah. and it's like you it's like insanely long it's like complex and it's it's confusing so what was the next movie after Inception that sort of like followed his lineage can you think of one? ah uh, but that's okay a so non Nolan <laughs> yeah, right? yeah 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 so, non-nolan films that are like in that vein like, like are, are we just drawing blank because we don't watch enough films or is there, is there an obvious thing that we just haven't thought of
2: i don't know every movie that i watch is a mcu movie
0: so. <laughs> say, say, man say, man i i i am with you in, perpetu- in perpetuating this downfall the, the literally the only period in the last like five years where i watched rc films was when movie pass was uh doing yeah. its thing and you can see and you can see movies were like almost free and then MoviePass died and now i'm back to watching only cape Chains, yeah basically.
1: i don't know like i'm 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 not ashamed to say that i live in a bit of a film bubble like i pretty much only watch mm. a24 films these days just because they're like they're consistently good well, at least you watch
0: those <laughs> at least you watch those man at least i mean you watch those. it's, can't, can't say it's that lowbrow
1: for... stuff it's not it's so high art. I say middle. No, brown middle brown. Brown. Okay. Let's yeah, middle, bro. Okay. it's not popcorn let's, film. It's, it's like maybe brown. one be on. but just one and no more.
2: Yeah, I have, I have like other stuff that I watch, but mostly I just end up. There's so much stuff coming out that I just push all of it off and never end up watching anything.
0: Yeah, like I, I remember when movie pass was out. I watched Call Me by Your Name, and why watched the thing? Ah, this is all right. Like this is a good movie. But uh, yeah, if it wasn't like literally subsidized by like this ridiculous company, I would never have watched it. Nor, nor would I wanted to watch it. So I don't know. Uh, the consumer is wrong. Artists are right. Poor artists. We're sorry for ruining them. I'm sorry for ruining them. I don't know about you.
1: I'm not sorry. I just.
0: I'm sorry for I'm my bad I mostly
1: only spend money on, you know, Amazon Prime subscription, Netflix subscription. That's where I get all my movies. Yeah. Oh, I rented First Reform because oh, yeah. it wasn't streaming anywhere. That was about it.
0: I'm missing, saying. At least I'm sorry for my bad taste. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm uh, not yep. flaunting it.
2: Yeah, I refuse to apologize for my no, taste. No one should
0: have to apologize <laughs> for their taste.
2: I don't. I also don't believe in guilty pleasures.
0: <laughs> they're just. They're just pleasures.
2: Yes, I it's stand just, by it. A- everything 100 percent
0: there's like regular pleasures and there's super pleasures but there's no guilty pleasures all right speaking speaking of taste let's let's uh let's end on our last topic and just talk about uh recent food fads at um so oh, no. ads? No, like this. i don't know i know what wait who, who, who's who's that more who should be more offended
1: i don't want any to be compared ads well, I mean, I think he would be offended if you compared I him mean, to me as well. But I don't just, think he, we're really different people, he, yeah, man. Yeah.
0: So nice, nice. I managed to offend both of you at the same time. It's it's good value, good value, good value insult. So, Matt, man, is here. um has the Korean corn dog trend landed on your? Oh, shores? it's been here a while. Is it a trend? Is oh, that a it? trend? Are you? Are you guys faster than us generally? Like in terms of like West Coast USA versus oh, Australia? Are you guys yeah, hundred percent,
1: one hundred percent. We just have closer proximity yeah. um, to Asia. We have more integrated um, expat communities. So there's a lot of Korean expats in Sydney, um, mm-hmm. and Australians. Well, okay, maybe I can't say this with a hundred percent confidence because. I am Asian Australian, and Asian Australians have their own sort of subset of cultural um norms and sort of food they will eat and stuff. Yeah. Like, if you're an Asian Australian, if you're Chinese or Vietnamese, you eat all Asian food, right? That's how it works here, because the Asian grocery has everything the- at once. <laughs> the Asian parts of okay. towns have everything at once. Um, so yeah.
0: wait, 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 wait. You mean even like the second and third gen kids? Are yeah, like yeah,
1: yeah. Not my, not my parents, but the second and gen third kids. Okay. Yeah second gen yep that's me i'm second gen my parents are direct migrants um and yeah so all my mates are all asian uh we don't see much of a difference between you know going out for ramen versus k barbecue versus chinese
0: food like it's all there yeah all right because i thought it was odd because i was walking around in manhattan for the first time and like basically since the pandemic started and, and i saw this korean corn dog shop and i remember like it's been like over ten years, like since uh, you know these pictures have been on Instagram and Twitter, where people show the Korean street food corn dog, which is a uh, it's a corn dog studded with uh, potatoes, yep. and, and 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 it's delicious. Like yeah, it's, it's actually really like, as you, as you would as you would expect, it's a corn dog studded with French fries, and you know it's one of those things that always goes around on Reddit, uh, social media, Facebook and i was surprised that it took like this long to actually for someone to actually just bring it over here and make it like this this uh this street food store so it that it's literally like took like a decade or more to bring it to new york but uh I, so you're saying like sydney is like way faster we have that case. so there is a shop in one of the more popular korean
1: suburbs strathfield that has been doing them for as long as i can remember like since i was a kid um, um that's a pretty popular yeah. store over there. Um, it, so like the two thousand, like yeah, 2000s, and um, I live in the most Vietnamese suburb in Australia, and we've had a
0: shop doing mm-hmm. the Korean corn dogs since two years ago. So it wasn't even a Korean shop; it was just like some Asians who were like, "Hey, this this is trending on uh, on social media. Let's, let's make this shit." Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know how much of that decision making happens because of social media here. Like you, you'll see some stuff, right? Like for mm-hmm. example, um, a lot of pubs started doing birria tacos, tacos um yeah yeah and i think that was purely fueled by social media because no one eats that kind of cuisine here like mexican food is not a thing in sydney for the most part
0: yeah is it even mexican or am yeah, i being racist that's the other thing That's, okay, that's mexican. mexican um very bur- very bur- 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 tacos also having a moment in new york or in, in america in general they just exploded like uh, yeah it, it's the tiktok
1: year. effect and um they're... it happened here because it happened in america so that's one example of um of australia being Social media.
0: Or, or social
1: social media affecting yeah. everything. Um, I would say that probably doesn't happen here with Asian food. It happens naturally just because I think, like the Korean expats, the Japanese
0: expats, you know, Chinese expats, whatever. They. So you, you you're you're probably ahead of me on the trends then because I I only go to Korea like once so. a year. At, 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 so so what's what's the trend now? Like what's the newest thing you've been seeing that's that's hot? I, I want to um, know.
1: It's not that new. It's probably three years ish but it's only getting mainstream now nice. um it's been it's, it's one thing that's been around but wasn't trendy you know what i mean like there's okay, very sure. there are very few things that are brand new in sydney because you'll always find some asian mm-hmm. restaurant or some asian takeaway place doing it somewhere um like mm-hmm. so you know that boba became a trend we call it bubble tea here although people started calling it boba since mm-hmm. the subtle asian traits group and you know of course as as with every good thing made in Australia, becomes Americanized, and we get reverse colonized. It just sucks. Anyway, um, as you know, that that's hey, 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 you, uh, accepted. You're on
0: you're on the bottom of the culture yeah. It's true. Thing, so we're all, we're all just like
1: it. America's cucks.
0: Yeah. It sucks. Uh, anyway.
1: Anyway. Um. You you obviously know that's a big trend. Or it's become a bigger trend, even though it's been around for ages. Um. There are other sort of yeah. regional well, Chinese or. Chinese territories like Taiwan and Hong Kong, um, they. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Anyway, wow. Hey, 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 I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask you to to fill in for ads to make political, to make political statements. <laughs> it's not political. It's just anyway.
1: Um, regional, regional Chinese <laughs> minute, desserts actually. is the new thing. So rice yogurt and things like that. Could,
0: could, Key. how can i distance myself from those statements without actually taking a stance
2: uh don't acknowledge them
0: oh that's true scru- 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 scrub it from the record. Scru- <laughs> yeah, scrub it Hey, you can from edit his reaction out I... yes yeah, scru- scrub it from the record man yeah no 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 the best the best no the best way would just be to, to scrub out your comments in, entirely yeah you can do that i thought it's funny but that's okay um <laughs> it was it was funny. I'll give you that.
1: Anyway, I don't think that the <laughs> proliferation of Asian food trends is due to social media. I but it might be in a sense in that it's the expats who see it happening at home. And then maybe someone back in the homeland is like, oh, maybe we should try that in our shop. You know, It's probably just stuff like that. Mm. Like We've already been doing Boba for years. I'm saying Boba to appeal to the American audience here. We've already been doing Boba for years. Yeah, exactly. Um Why not just do this thing as well? now that we know it's a thing over in Korea or China. Or right. or... So, so no,
0: no specific trends you, you can point out, right? Well, now. I
1: I would say that there's like, you know, the, the regional desserts or the specialized desserts are probably a big one. But I think that's mm-hmm. just as much a function of increased migration from these countries as it is of whatever trends mm-hmm. they're observing overseas. Because naturally, people who come from other countries want to eat their own food,
0: right? Uh. Yes. Yes. At the same time, like I wonder if that's like really the the, the thing that's fueling the market, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know like what the, what the breakdown is of the of the consumer uh, you know of of, of these foods because like I generally like, like at least anecdotally when I go to like some place that I consider like quote unquote super ethnic it, it generally is yes people you know uh, you know that I assume and again I'm making China assumptions that I assume you know have have their origins mm-hmm. there. But like, but when you look at stuff like again, like the the cor- the, the cor- this is different. Like, I, I feel like you're putting everything in the same boat. Like the, the hot the French fry encrusted corn dogs. But that's not like Korean people saying, "Oh man, that's like such a like that's such a classic Korean food." I want yeah. that. That that's like a completely that's a completely different thing. I, I feel like boba is actually like a little bit of like a middle ground where it's like actually a decent mix of both like people from Asia who like that and like you know people you know local people who've discovered it and like oh this is pretty good mm. I'm I, I'm going to adopt this as part of like my, my regular diet yeah that
1: that sounds correct so to I, me. Th- yeah
0: yeah, I, yeah 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 it's you you can't put all that in the, in the same like culinary yeah modes. I think that's
1: fair again it's just hard to say what what's a trend and what's not but yeah on corn dogs we've had those for a while. <laughs>
0: what about a taiyaki soft serve
1: um been a thing for at least four years as far as i can remember
0: okay did it get it, big though because that's, an, no, that's another it's example not, that's another example of a, it's not big that's another example of a, of, of a thing that wasn't even big in its like original yeah. country if it was at all I, i'm not even sure that was ever like a thing uh, i'll either. say i'll I mean, say this i've seen four.
1: more taiyaki soft serve um in chinese suburbs here than i saw in anywhere in japan when i visited so
0: there's that yeah Uh, all right that 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 makes that makes a lot of sense here too because like uh at least from what from what i perceived damn man man like australia really a cultural outpost of the american empire
1: i think there are some things i would like to be more trendy here because because i want to eat them and it's Mm -hmm. so hard to find uh melon pun and melon pun adjacent desserts
0: you don't have a you don't have asian style we do we've got plenty
1: um and obviously the taiwanese version is the pineapple bun but i just don't see it mixed up enough yeah. like um in osaka pretty much anywhere i could get a melon pun ice cream sandwich and that was awesome
0: oh i've never had those that, that sounds that yeah sounds it's pretty really
1: good. good they like toast the melon pun so it's crispy yeah. and then put ice cream in the middle yeah but you, you can get you can get a melon panic like, any uh agent yeah, you get a pineapple out. bun it's not the same thing And you don't get the variants on it Mm -hmm. like green tea melon pun or chocolate melon
0: mocha melon okay things like that so i wish that was more of a thing yeah Mm man is here do you have do you have any food rants to go on i'm Uh not like surprisingly enough i'm not i'm not really angry about anything today so like i'm gonna go to you for like my my food my food at least takes i'm sure
1: this take has been prosecuted before um Yo, K barbecue.
0: Ahead. Oh, right, the one you just. No, no no, no, no,
1: Did I rant about K barbecue recently? We didn't rant about it, but you, you said you you you
0: recently with barbecue. No, that was good. I was just praising was like the dish.
1: I thought it was really cool and innovative. My problem with K barbecue. barbecue, is not so much K barbecue itself, but the people who eat it. Mm, I interesting. So Zest thinks this. Zest thinks, well, K barbecue's core appeal yeah. is that it's a communal thing you're at one table for a long time you cook Uh, each other food Uh, our mutual friend yes yes and that's meant to be a thing okay
0: so yeah i get that right but hey 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 hey, at least pretend to uh keep the conceit of there being any new listeners come on yeah i'm sorry yeah come on okay Okay. so for all you new listeners who might not be aware
1: (laughs) my friend zess our mutual friend zess uh really enjoys k barbecue um he wanted to do it when he visited sydney he was like, oh, it's just a communal thing. It's like a nice way to eat with friends. And yeah, I get that. My problem with this is that often I will be invited to k barbecue, and I will go with someone who has no idea how to cook meat beyond k barbecue, hmm. They just put their meat on the grill. They'll just serve it to you however they think it should be served. And it's awful. Like their meat is never cooked properly. It's never seasoned properly. I have to season it myself post-fact. It's like a really bad experience because constantly while I'm eating it, I'm just thinking about how much better I could have cooked it. And that's usually what ends up happening. I'm like, uh, look, I try to be polite. I'm like, hey, do you guys mind if I cook? Like someone freaked out yesterday (laughs) watching me put salt on meat. Like, come on, man.
0: Okay. Okay. So you're not, one... You're you're wrong about you're wrong about the seasoning. You're not supposed to pre-season it on the grill. Like you're supposed to season it after you take it off. It, then you have it with whatever sauce or seasoning you want. And I don't know what kind of like fuck K barbecue you're having there. Right? Like, generally, the, the standard cake barbecue is you, you cook it on the grill, and if it's not a marinated pre-marinated uh, cut, you, you put you take it, and then they'll give you the dipping sauces. And among the dipping sauces, often is just salt. Like that, that's how you're supposed to do it. Like, I don't know what kind of like you're supposed to do it that out. way. Here's the side of that? Who decided yeah, that? To... It tastes uh, better
1: when you pre-season, oh, regardless shit.
0: of what you add on afterwards. No, it's it's like, oh, I, 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 how, how do you know? How do you know if, 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 if that's how it tastes better? Have you, have you tried it that I way? I could
1: probably do a blind test if you really wanted me to. Uh,
0: well, anyway. Well, <laughs> anyway, regardless. regardless yeah, okay. Get, this okay. Just...
1: I'll admit that maybe I don't understand how K barbecue is supposed to be consumed. And because I'm not Korean, I'm happy to concede that maybe the way it's meant to be eaten is more important than how it tastes i'm okay conceding that
0: no no the 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 entire point is that they give you the options you can have it with like whatever you want you can have it with you can dip it in your own salt you can wrap it up with like some some of the sunshine like like, the point of k-barbecue is that they give you like a gazillion ways to consume it and it's it's up to you it's like hot pot you make your own sauce and like you know it's it's like any of those other communal I guess hot pots really the only uh, the only uh, oh, comparison is... I can think of right now. But yeah, like yeah, but they they give you like a, a you can consume it whatever way you want. Like that's sort of the point. But but I, I do agree with you on on like the the cooking thing. It's like uh, like if the person who's in charge of cooking it is bad, that, that's just like a shitty experience. And, and you really yeah. Want and go.
1: and my core point is, if they're bad, but they still enjoy K barbecue and do it anyway, what does that? What, what does that say about K-Barbecue as a cuisine? Like, do... What, what do you I'm, mean? I'm thinking that on some level... There's no way that this person who can't cook properly goes to K-Barbecue and thinks that what they're cooking is better than what they could get at a restaurant, right? Do people think that?
0: Hopefully not. No, I mean, I, no, I, I think they do. I, I think people, like, have... uh Like, people have different tastes all the time. I feel like the uh the Western foodie... Um, point of view about how you're supposed to cook food is is not objective at all like it's very much like a I, I it's I, feel, I would say this is minority like people who get people get well done steak all yeah, the time yeah they of course, get it all of the time yeah and and it's not it's only considered like weird and abnormal by a very small subsect of like i don't know I, I like i don't know what to call these people food snobs it's just foodie food, elitists. Food yeah. yeah exactly R- right like like the like um, find like restaurants that you know do fine dining. Like they'll give you a well-done steak if you want to. Like a steakhouse will do that because like they know like a lot of their clientele. Like, it has nothing to do with like your your class or your job or your wealth. It's just like your your, your elitist taste in food. That's like completely independent from anything else. I think it's like, completely independent from anything else about your life.
1: Yeah. Okay. Look, that's fair. I just because i'm i'm not ashamed to admit that i'm a food elitist or at least i'm an elitist when it comes to this kind of thing it just blows my mind i just don't see how people settle for lower quality food when they're paying a lot of money that's i
0: don't know don't don't you have to question whether or not like it's actually lower quality though because there's like a lot of homogeneity in this like you know this this foodie discourse and if there's homogeneity like does that mean there is actually objective truth or does it just mean that it's group think and there's like nothing actually real about it? I mean, th- there's like, well,
1: that's the thing. It. I would love to study there's it. A... I would love to get some objective data on it because I can guarantee you whenever I've cooked a K barbecue, every single time people have said, well, it tastes so good. It tastes better than if I cooked it. Yeah. They're not like, they're not above admitting that, yeah. you know? And I know it's true because okay. it tastes better. It's just, it just tastes better.
0: This, this... There's probably obvious things like like salt tastes good. People yeah. like, sal- like like it's proven like the, the the reason why like fast food and like packaged foods work is they realize that people yeah. like salt and they over salt things like, like like that 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 I think is like scientifically you could you could say that's correct. But like like let's say you know like cooking a steak medium rare mm. always like that's the yeah. only way to eat beef. Like no, yeah, no that's like, not... like, if you go to if you go to K barbecue like, like very often they'll they'll give you like it's just it's just thinly sliced. And then you throw on a super hot grill, and you know it's not going to come yeah. out like a yeah. medium rare. It's gonna it's gonna come out like, like somewhere close to like medium yeah. medium well done, and it still tastes good. So I, I feel like you know certain aspects of that are objective, but certain aspects are just like people group thinking into these, uh, you know, like, you know whatever the institution you know like the man told you is. Yeah, like I
1: see that all share. the time, right? Like as an example, um, I okay. went to a steakhouse with a friend who really liked his meat. Like he likes steak and um, he's passionate about cooking it mm-hmm. you know rare or medium rare like for okay so he's like typical like a yeah, micro, he's meat bro. Uh, uh, yeah. i don't know I don't and know the for low fat people. cuts he'll even yeah. he'll even like eat it blue or even raw if he wants to right like he really he's passionate about not overcooking yeah. his meat anyway by
0: by the way i i subscribe to that so i'm, I'm not saying these people are, are like, like I yeah yeah, yeah. Me, like, and
1: that's that's fine like, that's sorry, whatever you're... but the interesting thing was when yeah. I think it was the first time he had like really quality wagyu, like grade eight or above. This was grade nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the person asked, "Oh, how do how do you want to cook?" And he's like, "Oh, can I get a medium rare?" Oh, no, he asked for rare. Sorry. And then the waiter, because mm-hmm. the waiter knows what he's talking about, was like, "Oh, we recommend mm-hmm. you cook this medium so that the fat can render out." And I was like, "Yeah, that's reasonable." Mm-hmm. You know, like that. To to me, that seems like the point of wagyu is that you you enjoy the fat because it has so much of it. And my friend was kind of taken aback, like he was caught off guard. He was like, what? You know, shouldn't it be better the less cooked it is? So he had this presupposition supposition yeah. about meat that wasn't based on anything scientific or objective. So he was dogmatic about it's that. dogma, Yeah, yeah. I was, wow. You can think you know more, but in the end, everyone's just dogmatic about their food.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you just have to, you have, to have an yeah, open I mind. Can say. Say. I think get, that's the best
1: yeah. way to yeah. participate in food culture is to have an open mind.
0: Also, uh, going back to the your K barbecue topic, by the way, I don't know if this is how it is in Australia, but I've noticed more and more in the states. So I don't I don't go to K barbecue that much, uh, to be honest. It's not, it's not one of my you know I have it because people want to have it. I, I actually don't like it that much, which is like I guess like odd for a yeah. Korean, but whatever. Um, but I've noticed that more and more restaurants in America and in Korea, it, the, the the people will, will cook it for you. Because like oh, yeah. I, I don't know, I, I guess like, like people, I guess like the restaurants have decided. Yeah, yeah. Like the person will come and they'll come to your grill and they'll and they'll actually like make it for, they'll do it for you. So maybe that supports your theory. Okay. You know, maybe it supports your theory that people are people are fucking it up, and the restaurant wants people to come yep. back, and they're like it has to fucking it has to yeah. fucking taste good if you want, if people are gonna come back, and people are fucking it up, and they're writing bad reviews on the page. Because they're fucking up, like you know, our delicious food. So we're just gonna have our employees make make it for them. Which uh, I, I sort of I understand the thought process. I hate it. Like I, I really really like having control of my favorite mm-hmm. barbecue. But I, I I understand like how you might arrive at that place where restaurants really really they start insisting on doing it for you. But, but it's not the case in Australia, I guess. It's still very much a do it yourself uh, culture. It's there. pretty
1: rare to see someone cook your food for you. Like teppanyaki, only just became a thing here. Um, mm. And that was surprising to people. Were like, oh, it's a groom from me. Why can't I cook it? It's like, well, this person knows how, what okay. he's doing. And they make a
0: show out of it because it's Teppanyaki. That's what they do. That's an interesting trend. You know, that's actually like one big difference you've presented to me that the fact that most of the Australian KB, KBBQ places, they don't do yeah. it for you. And it's like, it's. Yeah. So, you know what? Maybe. It has something to do with the rugged individualism of Australia that, that pervades the culture, and, and people like they 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 just. Can't no, I think
1: them. it's more of the lack of life skills in today's millennials and Zoomers. Um <laughs> For them, because they don't cook at home, when they go out, cooking yeah. is novel, so they yeah. want to do that. You know what I mean? Or why oh, like, oh yeah, turn it around, no, no, no turn like, like cooking classes yeah, okay. are really popular yeah. with young people because you get to cook along and make oh, things if, that you, you wouldn't you,
0: make at home. Ah, you, people with people with the cosplay, they're in yeah. independence. That's, that's right, interesting. Okay, Uh. so 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 are are you gonna gonna run as like for assembly as a member of the uh, National Liberal Party?
1: Yeah, I mean, if if I, if like I did, if I, I, I did, mean, that's where yeah. I would have to come from, right?
2: I yeah. think they're, platform, they're I think they're, they're I dying know? to feel have feel a
1: contrarian, like, a young contrarian like me. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's that's a good platform. Saying so, you know, like, you know like people these days yeah. yeah. are weak, and you know, they gotta, they're, like, they're like, not self sufficient. They're just they're
1: baby, they're soft. You know, it's a generation of weakness.
0: Yeah. They spend their money on K barbecue and on avocado toast yeah. to try to feel like they're they're actually like the manly men like their ancestors yep. were who in, who stormed the who stormed yeah. the beaches. Of, of, and then of, I'll, like, I'll get the counter take
1: of someone saying, "Oh, but because housing prices are so high and we have no agency in our lives, paying to cook our own food is one way in which we reclaim agency."
0: Uh, well, how would you even how would you counter that then?
1: I would say, "All right, like if that's how you want to do it." that's fine but i'm not paying for that food and you are so who's really losing you know
0: And Eh, then they would probably be like i I, I feel feel like it's not an argument that
1: either of us actually care about is the point
0: you're not gonna you're not gonna own twitter with that argument you 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 can't can't own twitter regardless
1: the only way you own on twitter is by you know what is by like taking down someone who everyone already hates that's how you own someone on twitter
0: yeah yeah you, you know you know what you you have you have my email if you need like a campaign advisor yeah. you know you, you, you i don't know that, right you, you know
1: i'm not, I'm new to this whole contrarian right. thing like i'm trying to work out the, the rhetoric oh, right. oh
0: you, you 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 sell yourself first. <laughs> you, 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 you're 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 a natural you'll, you'll yeah. get there you're you're a natural just just discover. all right so usually we, we end we end with a uh a song recommendation but let's do a food recommendation okay I feel like I'm just, I feel like, you know, this is out of the blue and, you know, it's a little yep. bit, um, yeah, I, I usually I, I should, I should probably give people time no, to that's okay. prepare and think of the think think recommendation, but yeah, what's, what's like a food recommendation? Um, it can be obscure or something, but yeah. I'll do
1: something more obscure. Um, this is a home cooking tip. So I'm, I'm uh, from Southeast Asia. My parents are from Laos. Um, there is a ingredient that's mm-hmm. quite common in Lao and Thai cuisine called, um, I I'm not going to try pronounce it because um my mum has never told me what it is in the original language but it's basically roasted rice powder. Um so in mm. Lao and Thai cuisine the primary form of rice is glutinous rice. Not glutinous as in it has gluten yep. in it but it it's like glue, sticky. St- st- sticky. Sticky rice. rice.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's got often often referred to as sticky rice yep, we call rice. it khao.
1: Um anyway, the raw grains of this rice um can actually be used as a seasoning by toasting them in your wok until they're deep brown and then ground mm. up in a mortar and pestle. And it's got this sort of like lovely nutty roasted flavor without tasting overly like nuts. Cause I think nuts have a bit of a heavy flavor. And traditionally you'll see mm. this ingredient used in sauces uh, and and tossed into salads as like a bit of a seasoning, but it's really diverse. You can use it in your fried rice, you can put it on noodles. Um, you can even put some in your instant ramen if you want to, so Yep, uh-huh. that's that's what I'm going to speak today. The versatile use of roasted rice powder
0: in all Asian cuisines. Just one follow up. Um, so is it typical? Is it typically made at home, homemade, or this, or is it now in a place where everyone just buys it from a store? Like you know, like yeah.
1: Um, you can buy it from the store, but most households will make it themselves. Obviously. Yeah.
0: Okay, so it's actually still like a food item that hasn't been like it's it's like fried garlic and Thai type food. Like, like you can make it yourself, or you can buy it from like a, a yeah. store, but you saying like people. Oh, I would like never okay.
1: make my own fried garlic unless I really need like a garlicky oil. For, <laughs> I know it in Filipino uh, cuisine, um, yeah, don't make yeah.
0: Their own. Okay, okay. My my food recommendation is, I don't know if you have this in Australia, I don't know how if this is like widespread worldwide, but a nice yogurt pretzel is really really good. What's a yogurt pretzel? And by and if you, so if you don't know what that means, is that it's so you know American style pretzels, right? Like the tiny ones that are like just crunchy crackers. Not not like the German style. Oh, one, like, like actual,
1: actual full on baked goods.
0: No no yeah I mean like a tiny like you know like oh, a right. pretzel yeah. you can, uh, on yep. an airplane. Okay yeah yeah so so yogurt pret- a yogurt pretzel is one of those that's like basically dipped in white chocolate. I don't know why they call it yogurt. I, I'm pretty sure it's mm-hmm. white chocolate. Maybe there's like a tinge of yogurt in there, but it's basically it's a it's a pretzel that's been dipped in white chocolate. And I think that's just like an underappreciated classic candy snack food. Like pe- people don't have it that often. Yeah, I mean I think the most popular brand in the States is Flips, but if you're in the northeast United States, at least you can get it at your local deli pretty easily. It's just, it's really easy to make. And it's a, it's probably the perfect it it was basically the salted caramel trend before salted oh, okay. caramel. Because you take a capretzo that has a you know, like those snack pretzels have a lot of salt crystals embedded in yeah. them, right? Yeah, and then you cover them with like a, like a sweet, uh, fudgy covering. So it's basically like a it was basically yes, the exact same like salted caramel, salted sea salt chocolate trend, like thirty years before those things became trendy. Like we we've had that perfect mix of salty and sweet the entire time. So I, I recommend go go get some flips, go get some uh, yogurt pretzels wherever you can. All right, all right. Oh uh, shit! How do how do we end the show? Well, all right. Ads. Thank, thanks for being on. Thanks for being, that's fuck, here. <laughs> God damn goddammit. I
1: wasn't um, gonna I, say anything.
0: I, I know. I, yeah, you, you can see if I noticed. Manasir, thanks for being on. Thanks for being the anti-ads. Thanks for um, bringing up both political controversy and potentially racist statements. I would not have uh, expected any less of no, you. No, that's that's the way. Thank, so yeah, yeah, thank, yeah. Thanks for being mm-hmm. you. for having me on. All right. Well, maybe. Maybe we'll see ads back next week. Maybe ads is uh, sickness won't dissipate until then, and we'll have manager back again. Okay, yeah, we'll see in ads. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.